0: If you have uh, your prayer card, and if you don't, it's probably in the seat that you're sitting. And if you're online, why don't you click right there and it will come up. Uh, I believe that a nation's change, a state, a church, a region, and I totally believe throughout church history, the prayers of women have saved nations, built churches, rescued generations, that there is something when men pray. When men begin to pray and call upon the name of the Lord, God shows up mighty in a nation, in a generation. And uh, on this QR code, if you click it, it will take you to videos. I think there are eight videos of each section of the Lord's Prayer that will instruct you on a daily basis. A good friend of mine, he's one of my closest friends in the church, he really is a brother from another mother, Rick Green, came to me after last service and he said, Judy, he said, I clicked on the QR code and I've been watching each day a video and it's invigorating, it's sparking my prayer life, it's changing me and can I say, when the disciples came to Jesus in Luke 11 and they He said, Lord, and we're going to read this in a moment. Lord, teach us to pray. As John taught his disciples to pray, you wouldn't go to a hell club, 24-hour fitness or planet fitness and hire a personal trainer that is more out of shape than you are. Hopefully, you're going to find someone who's further along. And can I say, as it is in trying to get in shape, which is many of our resolutions for the new year, I'm not going to go to someone who does not have lifestyle of prayer. And if they do, it's dull, it's ineffectual. I would want to go to someone who has such an intense uh, prayer life that it brings heaven to earth. And I want to say, what do you want? What do I want us to know? Number one, I want us to become more familiar with this prayer pattern that we would have the very mind of God. And to me, the mind of God is not uh, for church or spirituality as for anything that we have in our life and I want to just quote this it's not on the card it's not going to come on the screen it's first Corinthians 2 11 and 12 it says for what man has known the things of man except the spirit of man which is in him and even so no one knows the things of God except the spirit of God now we have received not the spirit of the world but the spirit who is from God why that we might know please get this the things that have been freely given to us by God, and I want you to understand that there is a way that we can live not just in this third dimension, but I call it a fourth dimension, and it is through learning this prayer pattern. This is the oldest prayer of the church. It is the greatest Christian prayer. There are many prayers in the Old Testament, number six, where Aaron and the Levites put a blessing on the people of God in the face of God would turn to them their prayers and Psalms and Proverbs however this is the prayer of the church and Jesus taught his disciples to pray and when we begin to pray this prayer it's not just words it is a pattern where we go into the heart of the intelligence, the emotions of our God, and we can live in a higher dimension. And I don't know where you're defeated. I know where I'm defeated in my life. But my goal for 2024, that the areas that are dominating me through Jesus Christ, I want to reign over those areas. Can you say amen? I want to reign. I don't want to be beat up by life. And you know what they say? Life isn't just what happens to you; it's how you respond to what happens to you. And I want to give you a picture. When we were first married, Becky and I uh, spent our honeymoon in Colorado at Vail. She had never skied before. Her brother Jerry bought her this cool ski outfit, and we went down the mountain. You say, "Was Pastor Becky skiing?" I don't think so. The mountain beat my Becky up, and she looked like the snow woman. She goes, how did I do? I go, how do you think you did? She goes, I don't want to do this again. I said, I think you need a lesson. I have Day lesson turned her into Olympic champion skier. So the next day, when we went skiing, she's doing this. She's making a, a hot dog and a pizza, a hot dog and a pizza, and she beat up the mountain. She finally began to reign over such an obstacle. Come on, God doesn't want you just to speak to a mountain. He wants you to overcome the mountain and have authority over the mountain, where you could say, Mountain be removed, be cast into the sea. I have the power the power of his name, and the power of his kingdom within me. Can you say amen? Okay, so if you have your card, I want you to pick it up, online uh, click or do the QR code, and we're going to begin to read Luke chapter 11, and we're going to read verses 1 through 4. And again, this isn't just for religious life. It's it's a pattern how we can pray throughout our day and we could reign in this life and jesus is not only fully god son of god he's the son of man the most perfect human being and he was a man who prayed this pattern here it goes now it came to pass as he was praying in a certain place when he had ceased that one of the disciple his disciples said to him lord teach us to pray as John taught his disciples to pray and he said when you pray say everyone say that with me when you pray say let's do it again when you pray, say. That means so when you pray, you're going to have to say something. Your ears are going to have to hear your voice say something. And this is what he told them to say. If you know it, read it with me. Our father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us Wait, wait, stop right there. You just went off the cliff. How many of you want, how many of you sinned in the last 36 hours, three days? Oh, good. We have some honest people up in here. Okay. And so how many of you need God to forgive you of your sins? Okay, so let's start there again, but don't re- don't go off on the next part. Verse 4, and forgive us our sins, for we also forgive everyone who's indebted to us. And do not lead us into temptation, but deliver us from the evil one. I want you to look at your card. And again, this is a daily prayer card. And the goal is to lead us into the interior, the heart, or the soul of God. And there's seven petitions within this one prayer. Another way to say that, there's seven prayers within this prayer. The first three statements focus on God. It turns our perspective to God. And then the other four begins to show us how to live in this life. So the first petition is praise. If you look on the side of your card it's the words in orange. Orange? Uh, Aren't you glad? Knock, knock, who's there? Banana. Banana who? Aren't you glad I didn't say banana? Okay, that was funny. Okay, here we go. Are you guys going to read the orange with me? Okay, just read it out loud. Praise, power, provision, people, presence, priority in peace In the praise part of this is our father who is in heaven say that with me our father who is in heaven In the next praise part is hallowed be your name let's say that hallowed be your name so let's say those two phrases together our father Who is in heaven, hallowed be your name. And then at the end of this talk, this sermon, this message, we're going to go to power your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Say that with me, your kingdom. Your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. So what we're going to look at is his present power, the power of his name, and power of his kingdom or authority. The church in America has anointing grace and power to preach, to lead worship. The American church has probably some of the best biblical communicators and worship leaders of church history. But you know what I'm thinking I think in America we need more than power we need some authority and so we're gonna talk about that as we get to that section so everyone say our father Father. who is in heaven And I want you to begin to think about this. Jesus could have said anything, but he said, our Father. And when he said our Father, he didn't say my Father. And I've seen Christians and believers do this. They go, oh, my Father, oh, my Father. Well, yes, he's your Father, but Jesus didn't say your Father, my Father. He said our Father. And the reason why he said our, number one, is because he is modeling to to every believer, and I just want you to stop right now, you are not just a believer, you have become a child of God. Believing in God is not like believing your team's going to make it to the Super Bowl, or if your team won the college championship last Monday. No, you are a child of God. And I totally love when it says, Father, and I love this, Matthew 7-11. How many of you love to go to 7-11? Come on, a big gulp in a Slim gym, and it says ask and it shall be given seek and you will find knock in the door but I love this if you then be an evil know how to give good gifts to your children how much more your heavenly father so Jesus is coming he's saying this you are now going to have the same relationship with God the father that I do so our relationship with the father you may have a I don't know, a dysfunctional relationship with your dad. Maybe your relationship with your dad is amazing. Maybe your relationship with your dad is not just dysfunctional. Maybe it it didn't happen. Maybe he abandoned you. But I want you to know this. I do not measure my relationship with God the Father by my perfection. I measure the reason why he's instructing us to say our. I say our Father because my relationship with God the Father is based on Jesus's relationship with God the Father. And Jesus said, I only say, with the fa- I hear the Father saying, I only do what I see the Father doing. Father, I'm praying out loud, not because you don't hear me. I am modeling this to those who are listening that you are a good God. Good heavenly father, that's who you are and we are loved by you. How can a perfect father love imperfect children because he has a perfect son, Jesus Christ, and this is who our father is. Can you say amen? And then the next one, I want you to read this. Just pick up your card. It says, our father who is in heaven. Say that with me. Our father... I want to begin to address the, uh, the word heaven. And many times when we think of heaven, we, we think that God is an ad- distant land. I don't know if you ever watched the movie Beaches like in the 80s, probably 1989, 90. Becky and I liked it. And Bette Midler sang the song, from a distance, he is watching you. And many times kind of view God as this. Hey, 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 are you out there, out there, out there? Padre, Padre, Padre. Can I say God isn't so far away that he cannot hear us? one morning I was praying. How many of you ever pray loud? How many of you are shocked that I pray loud? No, (laughs) you do everything loud. That's true. And one day I was just praying, our father, our father, our father. And I kid you not, the impression from the Lord came to me, Jude, I'm not deaf. I'm within you. Are you with me? Now, when it says our father, this is amazing because that God was never addressed as father. He was addressed as God, the God of Yahweh or the God of Israel, but he was never called father. Jesus is introducing how we should approach God as father as in heaven. Now, heaven, you must know this, heaven didn't always exist. Some people think, yeah, heaven's God's home. Well, it is his home, but God created, it says in Genesis, in the beginning, God created the heaven. Heavens and the earth, so heaven was created. But you see, on earth, there's not a disconnect between heaven and earth, and heaven is God's dwelling place. All right. However, I love Saint Teresa of Villa. She said, "Heaven is wherever." God lives, makes his home, and he abides. Well, guess what? Then I have heaven. My heart has become heaven because Jesus Christ, the Lord, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit live in my heart. So my heart is heaven. So I do not have to depend on earth to direct my heart since heaven fills my heart. Everyone say, Our Father, who is in heaven. And so the reason why I want to say this section, when it says who is in heaven, it means he's ever-present. He's right here to help you. Remember the thief on the cross? Lord, remember me. Today, you will be with me in the immediate presence of God. Why? Because at that moment when he said, Lord, whoever calls on the name of the Lord, you're going to be saved. His heart became the dwelling place of God. You know what makes you have entrance to heaven? Because heaven has come into you. You know why I know I'm not going to hell because I can't fit in hell, because hell is not in my heart. It used to be in my heart. It's still in my flesh. I can have a hellish day. However, heaven is in my heart. God is in my heart. He is not far from me. In him I live. I move. I have my being. Amen. And let me just say this real quick. Years ago, Jake was singing in a Christmas program, and it was amazing. Come on, folks. He couldn't sing. He couldn't carry a tune in a bucket, but he's my son, and it was beautiful. And we were driving that day in Seattle on the interstate. My dad had passed away when I was 16, and I literally had this thought. I wasn't thinking of heaven. I was not thinking of heaven. I was just thinking of this thought. Man, I wish my dad could see my Jake. He would be so proud. I kid you not, never think heaven is so far away that you have to scream to get, hey, God, you're out there. No, he's, he's in you if you're a believer and he's your father. I kid you not, just like blinds in your house, Venetian blinds, you know, if you turn the rod and all of a sudden they open up. Just because you can't see heaven or into heaven doesn't mean its reality does not have an effect on earth. And I want you to know there are two compelling, conflicting powers I should say on the earth. The the presence of hell on the earth and the presence of heaven on the earth. And in that moment, I saw into heaven, it was right there. It wasn't a million miles away. And I kid you not, I saw my dad and he was optimum age. He had all his hair. An angel was standing, and the angel told my father, he said, that is Jude's boy, and it was as if it was the first time he had known that I, he said, Jude's youngest son, that he'd known that I had sons, and the look on his face was was priceless. And I knew at that moment that heaven and earth have a ladder. Come on. We are like Jacob. What are you wrestling with to overcome? You don't have to wrestle anymore. You know why? Because there's a ladder, Jacob, and today your name's going to be changed. You're not going to be a smooth operator. You're not going to have to begin to manipulate. You could pray our father who is in heaven and watch the ladder of God come down and the angels of a God begin to ascend and descend on our prayers can you say amen and God is ever present in the time of need now let's look at the card again and this is a great one so it's present power all right so everyone say our father who is in heaven say hallowed be your name say it again hallowed be your name And I want you to know this, to bring God's heaven to earth or his power, we have to be present. And I think that's what I love about praying this is a pattern. It makes me present. Usually, let me just say, your mind and my mind, our souls are a lot alike. It's like a kite with a string. If the wind is going to the north, then the kite is going to go to the north. Let me say it this way. If the wind of my mind and soul are going to hell, oh, man, what's happening in this nation? Oh, I don't like that person. Oh my goodness, what's wrong with them? All of a sudden, that's where my life goes. You don't have to have a psychic to tell you your future. Look at your thoughts, and you will know your future. It's either going in hell's direction or heaven's direction, and God is able to direct us to right now. Can you say, Amen? Everyone say, Hallow it be your name. Let's begin to read these scriptures that are here on the Lord's uh, card. It says Proverbs 18.10. The name, say it with me, the name of the Lord is a strong tower and the righteous run to it and they are safe. Let's go to Acts 4.12. Acts 4.12. 412. And I really love this. It says, nor is there salvation in any other, for there is no other name under heaven given among men by which we must be saved. I would like to read Psalms 910. Get this, Psalms 910. When it comes to a name, the relationship that you have with that person determines how you handle that name. All right. So I love this. It says, and those who know your name will put their trust in you. Psalms 910. If someone doesn't trust in the name of the Lord, they do not know the name of the Lord. I remember years ago. Now I have many names for Becky. I have a good five names. Now when I'm protecting Becky, if someone comes against her and one of the main reasons I married her because she's petite, her family, her friends, those who are close to her, there is an endearing term. We call her little Becky. So if someone's trying to come come against Becky, I go, you leave my little Becky alone. Now the grandchildren call, they don't call her little Becky. They call her BB, and, and so they go, BB. Can you tell Jude to give us money? And and so she'll go, uh, give him some money. But you're gonna owe me if you're gonna give him that money. It's like, okay, BB. And and so now, if I'm frustrated with Becky, I I don't call her Becky. I don't call her little Becky. I don't call her I don't call her BB at all. Uh, I call I go Rebecca. And the reason why she had. Two wicked stepsisters, not really, they're biological. But when they were they were two thorns in her flesh, and God's grace was not sufficient for her. No, I'm not I'm joking. I kid you not. And so when they would get frustrated, we'd bet they go, Rebecca, Rebecca, and kind of like that. And so uh, if I'm frustrated, I go, Rebecca, and she go, What? What did I do wrong? You know, and they go, Nothing, nothing, you're perfect now. There is a name that's a personal name that I used with Becky. And it's okay, this is totally 1970s, maybe even 1980s. When I'm in a frisky mood, and I hate the word frisky because it reminds me of cats and I hate cats, but let's go with the cat analogy. When I am in a frisky mood, I will just say that one pet name, and she knows, and it's a trigger. It's not one of those bad triggers. It's a good trigger, you know. She knows when I call her by this name, hey, come on, lights on, and everybody's home, or just Jude and Becky are home. I love being an empty nester because you could be frisky all the time. Amen. Okay, oh my goodness, there's young adults in here. I am sorry, dear Lord. No more, no more. (laughs) Everyone say, "Hallow Hallow it be. Your name. Now, you know what the Hebrews said? They said, His name is Him and He is His name. I kid you not. One of our youth leaders years ago, right when Jude was born, he came over to the house and I forgot that he was there. Becky and I are in the kitchen and I call her by the frisky name and not thinking he heard, so we're eating dinner, and he ends up calling my wife by my frisky name that I call, and I go, I go, stop it right now. That is unlawful. You are blaspheming the name of my wife, are you with me? And I said, please never do that. That's only the name I get to call her, and he just kind of went, oh, you know, anyway, everyone say, Halloween be. hallowed be your name. Now, I want to give you this. In the Bible, in the Old Testament, there are two categories of the name of God. One is what they call the creative names of God. The other is what they call the redemptive. Redemptive names of God. You may want to write that down on your card. The creative name of God they get in Genesis one one. Get it? It says in the beginning God. In the Hebrew word for God is two letters E. L L So it says in the beginning L created the heavens and the earth. He created it out of nothing. The word L or God in Hebrew, please write this down, means the God of might, power and strength. I'm going to repeat that. The God of might, power and strength. And so get this, in the Bible, when we begin to hallow his name, what we're saying, and that's why on the creed right here on this card, we believe in God the Father, the creator of heaven and earth. And so, El, and so if God created the heavens and the earth, can he not open a door for you? Can he not find a spouse for you? Can he not set free that friend of yours? Cannot God help you where you're defeated? He is El. He's the God of might power, and strength. Now, my favorite L word, a creative name, is Emmanuel. Why? Because he is God with us. Now, the first time in the Bible where God gives his name, everyone say, Hallow it be your name. Is in Exodus three fourteen. Remember, Moses is going up the mountain. The shrubbery is on fire, but it's not consumed. The angel of the Lord is in the fire, and he says to Moses, "Take your tevas off; it's holy ground." Moses turned aside to see the shrubbery on fire, and get this, he said, "Who will I tell them that is sending me? What is your name?" And God responded with four Hebrew letters. Y-H-W-H. So God says, hey, tell them this is my name. Y-H-W-H. It's a tetragrammaton, which means four letters. In the Hebrew language, it's all consonants. There's no A-E-I-O-U and sometimes Y. So the rabbis would add two vowels to it, Y-A-H-W-E-H, Yahweh, and that means I am who I am. I am the God who was, I am the God who is, I am the God who always will be. And because it was so sacred, they they begin to transform it, if you will, they would add some language, some letters to these four letters, Y H W H, and that's where we get. Jehovah. And you can kind of see that name with the vowels in it. So any name in the Old Testament like Michael, my Jake is named Jake Michael. Michael means like God, Gabriel, strength of God, Ezekiel, Daniel, Daniel, God is judge. But any name that has a H is a Jehovah name, that is a redemptive name. Probably the most famous redemptive name or Jehovah name. Come on, you know Maverick City you know this one especially when your incomes got little and your bills are many and what do you started singing gyra he will provide come on gyra how many of you ever sang that over your check when you got it gyra he will provide well where did they get that abraham and isaac go to the mountain. Isaac says, Lord, where is the lamb? The Lord himself, Abraham says, will provide himself a lamb. And that's where we get Jireh. The Lord sees ahead and provides. Probably one of my favorite Jehovah names is Jehovah Shammah. The Lord is present. Can I say it right now? There is power in the name of Jesus. You're you're, going to think I'm crazy. Whenever I don't know what to do, I'm whispering. I'm, I'm a freak. Jesus Jesus. And it's more than a frisky. It's more than a family. It is a name that's more than a strong tower. When I'm feeling vulnerable and I'm feeling attacked and I'm feeling confused, I whisper the name of Jesus Christ. I'll never forget a new believer, this Doberman pincher coming after me like a demon from hell. And that dog just come. And before I could think about it, what came out of my mouth was Jesus. And when I said that name, that dog became a puppy, eh, turned around and went the other way. Can I tell you right now? They had seven sons of Sceva, and he was an exorcist. They tried to cast demons out of someone in Acts. The demon said, Paul, we know, Jesus, we know, we don't know you. Jesus' name is not a magical incantation, it represents his person, and the ultimate name of God is the Lord Jesus Christ. And I don't know about about you. But whenever I am in trouble, I say, Jesus, help. Can I tell you right now Jesus and His name and His person is an ever-present help in the time of need. He is our God. It is a powerful name. And if you say, well, I don't know what to do. I'm at work. You don't need to shout the name of Jesus. You, come on, what does that song say? Whisper His name. Whisper His name. Whisper His name. And He's going to be right there for you. You don't have to shout it. He's not in the Middle East. He's living in your heart. Whisper the name of Jesus Christ and watch what will happen. Can you say amen? You have a relative that's off. Use the name of Jesus. You have a boss that's demonic. Use the name of Jesus. You have a bill that you cannot pay. Come on. Use the name of Jesus. My grandkids do all the time. Rio got a revelation from his friend, Liam. Rio, this is your church. Rio goes, what? Liam goes, Rio, you own this church. Why? He goes, no, I don't. He goes, your granddad, it's his church, so it's your church. Can I say whatever belongs to Jesus belongs to me because this is his church. He is my God. His daddy is my daddy. Come on. Everyone say, our father. Get your card, it's almost time. Say, Our Father who is in heaven, hallowed be your name. Get this next part, read this next part. We move into power. Your kingdom, come on, let's say it. Your, your on earth as it is in heaven. Let's read this scripture Romans 14, 17. For the kingdom of God is not McDonald's. No, we're fasting, so I haven't gone there in a few days. I miss it. Don't look at me like you're holy eaters. Somebody's eating at McDonald's. They sell a billion a year. I go with a Whole Foods bag and say, hey, put my Big Mac in this. Don't shame me. Come on. But not right now. I'm fasting. But when this is over at McDonald's, come on. It says right here, the kingdom of God's not food and drink. We get this, it's righteousness, it's peace, it's joy in the Holy Spirit. Another one, Luke 17, 21. Nor will they say, see here or see there. I read this this week in my Bible reading. For indeed, please say it with me. The kingdom of God is where? And then read Galatians two twenty. I have been crucified with Christ. It is no longer that I live. But Christ lives in me In the life I now live in the flesh or in your body as a human being, I live by faith in the Son of God, who loved me and gave himself for me. Some Catholics, when they pray the, our Father of the Lord's Prayer, when they get to this part, say it with me, your kingdom come, your will be done. If you would ask me the part of the prayer that I prayed the most often in I'm eternally grateful that God led me to this prayer. I don't think I'd be your pastor. I think I'd have lived a really defeated life. You know, you could be extremely successful and still be defeated. And I think I would have probably been successful, but yet many parts of my life that matters, family, relationship, home, would have been defeated. And the two greatest parts that I pray throughout my day and it's, it's subconscious to me now is if I'm in trouble or something's happening that's above my pay scale, which is almost anything, I say, Jesus, help me, Jesus. I'm like blind Barnimaeus, Jesus, have mercy. I don't know what to do, Lord. I'm being defeated. I remember when Becky was diagnosed, that was so overwhelming. And I'm glad that this prayer pattern became a deep groove in my soul. And I didn't know. At first I did. If I was honest, I wanted to curse and say, Good Lord, how can this be faithful? We have served you. And those thoughts were overwhelming me. But then, hallowed be your name. Jesus. 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 His name is like honey on my lips. It's sweet those who know your name will put their trust in you then your kingdom come this is the next part now catholics do this they'll say your kingdom come and your will be done i should say it this way not every catholic but some i remember being raised as a catholic if you got a disease or a sickness or a diagnosis they would say well that's your cross pick it up Well, can I say, I do not think I should pick up anything that Jesus paid for on the cross. And on the cross, by his stripes, we are healed. And on the cross, his body was beaten that my body could be healed. So I actually do not think that Jesus is saying your kingdom come. What is kingdom? Kingdom means it's the reign of a king. Kingdom means it's an authority that is otherworldly. Kingdom, a word that we get, and you need to get this, is the word rain. Paul says that in Romans 6, do not let sin rain. Now, let me tell you what Paul did not say. He did not say, do not let sins. Hey, you smoke, don't smoke. You can't rain. You do alcohol, don't do alcohol. You can't. No, he didn't say the verb or the action or sins. He said, do not let the sinner the lower nature, that carnal nature. Let's say it another way. Do not let a world who does not believe in God and if they do, they believe he's obstinate, he's far off, he's detached, he's like clockwork orange, he set everything into motion, he moved to another universe. No, our God is ever present and we could call on his name and he is already here. Are you with me? He said, do not let sin reign in your mortal body. But in Romans 5, he says, "...through the abundance of grace and the gift of righteousness... You shall reign not in heaven, but in this life through the one Jesus Christ. So I'm coming and I'm asking, I don't know about you, but I don't want to live just in a third dimensional way. And I don't want to live in victory in most parts of my life, but I have a hunch that every one of us have a defeated area of our life. Come on, do you know yours? God knows I know mine. And I don't want to live always focusing on an area of defeat I want to live in the victory that is in Jesus Christ. And some Catholics, if it's a disease, they say, no, no, I'm not picking a disease up. How can I pick up something that Jesus already carried? Are you with me? Another thing, no, I'm not carrying my sin. Jesus already paid for my sin. My sin isn't my cross. Jesus died for that. Come on. Let me tell you another thing I'm not doing. Everyone say, your will be done. Your kingdom come. Don't punish yourself when you do wrong. Because when you do, you believe that the punishment that Jesus took for you wasn't enough. So is that why you're giving in the offering because you're trying to pay God off by what you did three months ago? Are we trying to read a little bit more because we're trying to help the payment of God? Jesus' work is sufficient. I'm not gonna pay for my sin. Okay, you know what Baptists do? Oh, bedside Baptists and comatose Catholics. Kind of the same. You know what they do? They say, yeah, the Lord keeps us poor. No, that is not your cross. Your struggle financially is not your cross Jesus became poor on the cross that you could become wealthy that does not mean you're gonna be a fat cat but it does mean your needs are met and you have more than enough to bless others let me tell you what I think it is and I want you to I want you to do this with me I want you to model it and I have to do this a lot in my life this is a part of the prayer I pray constantly because my will constantly wants to go against the will of God. Am I the only one? Ooh, we got some righteous people in here. When my will, take your hand like this. When No, let's do it this way. When my will, do this. When, put it down. You're not going to do the Macarena. When my will, oh, you got to say it. You can do two things. Come on. Uh. When my will crosses the will of God, I say your will, not my will. Now I'm going to say something really dumb. As a youth pastor years ago, the first Adam said, my will, God, not your will. I used to tell young people, it's not your way, it's your way. So dumb. This will work when you're in an argument with your spouse. When they start pushing that trigger, won't you just do? Yes, darling. I love you, babe. The will of God be done. Can you say amen? I'm wondering if Washington, D.C. would make better laws. When have they passed any legislation? Because each party wants their own platform and will. I think we need some congressional leaders that say God's will, not our will. Can you say amen? Will you stand with me? I wish you would have seen Becky ski that first day. Just Matt. she, I have to say for Becky, she's ageless. And don't you dare come up and say, yeah, you look like an old man compared to her. I'm going to have to really pray the will of God so I don't smack you. I want pretty much looks like she looked that first day. <laughs> quintessentially a Louisiana girl. Her hair was like this. Snows everywhere. It looked like she rolled down the mountain. And she goes, I don't she start crying. I don't think I can do this. I go, babe, baby, babe, no, no, no. I'm gonna pay. We don't have any money. No, 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 I have some cash people gave me at the wedding. I'm going to pay for you to get a half-day ski lesson. At the end of the day, I went and met her. Debbie, I kid you not, she was so, you'd have thought she was on the Olympic ski team. She goes, I'm ready. Go down and run with me. And she started doing what they call a hot dog and a pizza. A hot dog and a pizza. She learned how to snow plow, and she learned how to parallel. And she started skiing down the mountain. And that, I kid you not, she's competitive. She beat me down the mountain. She says, you see, I'm better than you. And I thought, not quite, Missy. Can I tell you right now, God never designed life to beat you up. He's not wanting that. You know what's weird about life? The older you get, how about curveballs? Man, I didn't see that coming. How about being blindsided? I think that's one of the worst things ever. How about this? When you thought you defeated something, five years later, ten years later, it comes, and when you're least expect, it pounces on you. How many of you 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 had victory in 2022, maintained it in 2023, 2024 comes. And something that you thought was so far gone, pounced you. Do you know whose name you have? And you will not lie down, throw down your weapons and say, I'm not skiing anymore. But in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, you are going to get up and you're going to realize you have a heavenly father that you could call Abba daddy pops help and use the name of jesus christ and all of a sudden he's there he's within you he is reigning and we are not reigning from the outside force like jesus said don't you know i could call for legions of angels but my father will protect me your kingdom come your will be done and i want to say one last thing the church in america needs authority But to have authority, you have to come under authority. And I think we need to begin to respect human authority. Now, we begin to respect the church, the leaders. I'm under authority. I have Benny Perez, Dave Patterson. If Phil, Rick Green, any of the leaders come and say, Pastor Jude, that's up. I want to yield to that. Why? How can I have authority if I don't respect authority? Who's your authority? Who corrects you when no one else does and you thank them for it? Then you will know the authority of God. When I discipline my kids, can I tell you, I didn't didn't want to hurt them. I wanted to protect them. How many of you want to protect children? Amen. God's here. He's your greatest protection. Can you say amen? Okay, let's do this. We're running out of time, people. Put your hand like this. I want you to pray this with me. Say, Our Father, who is in heaven, hallowed be your name. Just pause right now. I want you to begin to use the name of Jesus help. Jesus help. I want you to say that. Jesus help. And you fill in the blank. Where do you need help? Is it your future? Is it your past? Is it your present? Is it your children? Is it a boss? Is it the job? Is it a position? Is it a neighbor? Is it to get into an apartment, to be approved of a loan, to buy a house? Where do you need help? Is it an area that you had victory and it was your New Year's resolution, then only to royally fail? Come on, your God is a forgiving God. God will lead you in triumphant victory. We're going to in this life so let's pray it again say our father who is in heaven holy is your name say jesus 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 not in a mocking not in a flippant but in a priceless way jesus jesus lord jesus did i thank you Lord Jesus, did I thank you when I say that name. There's salvation, there's healing, there's provision, there's protection. The name that is above every name. And then say this with me, let's pray it as we end. Your kingdom come, your will be done. And maybe just right where you're standing, wherever your will is contrary to the will of God, submit, yield, surrender, trust, and watch what the Lord will do. Trust the Lord trust the lord your will be done come on he's all the while right now he's effectually at work in you he's energizing you he's creating in you the will the power the desire someone right now you've been saying god i have a strong desire for this and i don't want to yield it you're gonna watch By 24 hours, God is gonna change your desire. He's all the while that you say, man, I love that chemical. No, the thing you love, now you're gonna have a hatred for. You're gonna love God more than you do that habit. God will be your habit. He'll break your habit. His kingdom come. His will be done on earth as it is in heaven. And as your heads are bowed, really the kingdom comes through the lordship of Jesus Christ. It's not just believing it's not only becoming a child of God, but it's really seeing Jesus as the Lord of heaven and earth, the Lord of your life, where he's the Lord Monday and Tuesday and Friday night and Sunday morning. He is the Lord over your money and your music. He's the Lord over the way you think. He is Lord. I'm going to count to three. And if you need to make Jesus the Lord, the number one of every area of your life, you have believe but you have not made him Lord. You're going to raise your hand. So So on three, one, you're going to say, you know what? He's the Lord. He's number one. I need his kingdom to come. Two, on three, you'll raise your hand saying Jesus is going to be Lord. Three, right now, raise your hand. I want to make him Lord of my life. In the back, thank you. In the back over there. Thank you, son. Thank you, ma'am. Thank you, sir. Stomp, shout. This man, this woman right in the front. Come on. Stomp, shout, cheer. Say this with me. Say, Lord Jesus, forgive me. Come into my heart and be the Lord of my life forever. Amen. We so appreciate you spending time with us. If you'd like to invest into what God is doing through City Church California, you can go to our website, citychurchca.com and click give. Thanks again. And we hope to see you at one of our campuses this Sunday.